This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Welcome to Consignment Heroes. We're live here on downtown on a Sunday at 1 o'clock. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. You want to call in about anything you have, my dad, you know, he has some sort of... Shouldn't you introduce us that you are Bogart Kenny and I'm Paul Kenny from Storage Wars Canada and we're doing this show to help people find out what their stuff is worth? That They'll know us. We are the consignment heroes. We actually help people find out what their stuff is worth and then we actually help them get rid of it or disperse of it or give it to a family member or hand down the story of what it means to them. Well, I was getting to that, but oh, you interrupted okay. me. Okay. But uh, yeah, as my dad just said, everything, we're Bogart Kenny and my father, Paul. We're here to give you any type of appraisals about stuff that you might have, you know, jewelry, art, old china, silver plates, silver, comics, gold, vintage video games, anything really that you're kind of just sitting and wondering what the value is. And that's why our names are Consignment Heroes, because we can consign your stuff if you want to get rid of it, or we can just give it an appraisal, or we can just look at it and tell you what the value is. Not so much me, but him, more or less. <laughs> you actually help as well. Actually, we had a great week. You know this? And it was topped off last week, last night, when we had a baby shower. I know this is personal, but it brings it back to the big theme that I do, is that people are important and stuff is not. Even though we're in the stuff business, people are important and stuff is not. And you're going to, you're going to, everyone gets to, gets to that point where they realize that. And, like, we're going to help people. Uh, if somebody you want to get a vacation, some people have been, we know it's hard for people who to get rid of their stuff. They've been collecting for 30, 40 years, and they've got to make a decision to get rid of it. We take some of the stress out of that. Some people are forced. They're going to move from a 2,900-square-foot a house to a 600-square-foot condominium, and it ain't going to fit. It just isn't going to fit. Or, and the other thing about when you sell your stuff, it helps with the down payment on that 600-square-foot condominium. So this is how we help. Like last night, I, one of my best days that we had on Storage Wars when it was you and your two sisters and me, and we're, we had a lot of fun that day because I was working with my family. I actually do like working with you, and I enjoy. I can't say the same. <laughs> so you're supposed to say, Okay. But we're here to help you out with uh, if you have any questions on um, what your things are worth or how to get rid of it. Like this week we had a we had Ursula. I'm going to use this name. It's a fictitious name. But Ursula came in and she had a lot of stuff. She has a lot of 
family members who want her stuff. She doesn't know what value to put on it. Like there might be one item that's worth $1,000 and one item that's worth $5. It's we can help with if you're going to sell it or even if you're going to hand it down to all the different members in your family, okay? Now, the numbers are, where did you give the numbers out? You have to say them slowly. You know that. You know not. You don't get it. Okay. The local I num- can't even remember our numbers the way how fast you're saying it. Okay, the local number here in the GTA, if you want to call in Toronto, our number is 416-360-0740. And that is, uh, that's in the number here that if you want to call in your local. So that's 416-360-0740. And if you want to call toll-free if you're out of town, it's one 740 And again, this is... If you want to get any type of appraisal on any type of item that you have, or if you just generally want to talk to my dad about something, I sure don't. So if you can find something to talk to him about, feel free to call in. <laughs> dad, you're not giving me a ring. You're supposed to be on my side here. I am okay. on your side. But this week, I'm going to say about if people have stuff, and it's also, we, we will tell you what the things are worth, but we'll also tell you how to disperse of it. Because a lot of people think, oh, it just, it, we're not just consignment. We, we can put it through the right auction. We can, we, uh, can um, sell it privately or we can have it consigned. Like our whole idea is that we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world and we try and get you the highest price. In fact, the more money you make on something generally translates to the more money we make. So we are motivated. We are motivated to work for you. And we will do in, in Complete estates. That is probably our specialty. Where some people say, "Well, we'll come in, we'll stage your home, uh, we'll just have a house sale here." And I like going to those places because the people who run these sales, they'll sell a thousand dollar rhyme for five dollars. They just won't know what it is. Like this week, we found, and we're working for a couple right now for an estate with a lawyer, and uh, we found a lamp that um, the last sale was for five thousand euros. That's around $7,500. Now, these lamps are very rare, but if this had been in a house sale, they might have put $200 on it. I would have scooped it up and sold it for $7,500. Now, we're going to be, this one here, we're actually going to probably put in an auction. They don't come up that often. It's a very rare lamp, and it's uh, an expensive lamp, and uh, the estate is going to do very well by dealing with us. The other thing is some people just do auctions, but if two people don't show up, if the wrong two people or the right two people don't show up for an auction, and an auction starts at a dollar, it can stay at a dollar if not, there's not two people bidding it up. And a lot of people don't realize this. Some things aren't best sold on auction, and some things are best sold on consignment. Okay, so but you're telling me if someone wants to just get rid of their house and all their contents, they can just contact you and you'd be like, okay, yeah, I can get rid of that, 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 and I can also sell your house for you. Yes. No, no, we get we, we do the complete package. And also, if there's some items you want to sell and some items you want to, tra- you want to give down to the family, we can give it a value because if, uh, if little Junior wants uh, something that's worth, uh, wants the gold... I'm and, little junior. I want the gold. Yes. Okay. And it's worth five thousand. And Amy wants the uh, the dishes worth worth one hundred and fifty. That's almost not fair. Maybe Amy want Amy should get something else to go with her dishes. And this is how we can tell you what the stuff is worth, not what you paid for it forty years ago, but actually what it's worth today. And this is this is kind of our specialty. Like we we also work with lawyers. We work with uh, government officials. We work. We make sure that it's done right. That's the best way to put it. Okay? Do we have a call there? 
Uh, we do. Uh, we have uh, Carol from Niagara-on-the-Lake. We're going to hit the phone lines. Carol, are you there? I am, thank you. Hey, Carol, what do you got? I've got a, a box of Doug Flutie flakes. Okay. Pardon, dear? Yep. No, no. These are the. This is put out about 1991. Don't eat the flakes. No. <laughs> don't, don't eat them, no. But... <laughs> They're probably worth about $10 in today's oh. market. Yeah, but because there was a lot of people. And Doug Flutie hasn't gone on to do a whole lot else afterwards, eh? Okay. Uh, some, of the, some of the other cereals, like Gretzky uh, was on a box. They're only worth $10. They put them on Batman. Yeah. Anything they can get to get the kids to buy the stuff. And, and a lot of people didn't save it. Now, some of the cereal boxes out of 1964 checks are worth $100 oh, yeah. if you have the old stuff. Checks? Yeah, check okay. cereals. Used to, yeah, no, I, I wish you st- there was a little bit more, but it isn't That's to say... okay. Just, I was just curious. Oh, yeah, no problem. But there's other cereal stuff that is worth, and food products, like they had the York, a lot of people don't remember the York peanut, York peanut butter used to give away little discs and little York peanut butter glasses. Mm. And they'd have the York, they'd give you the glass, which was the jar of peanut butter. Those glasses with the hockey players on them are worth approximately 100 to 150 and one goes up to $800. For a jar of peanut butter. Yeah, the peanut butter is gone from about 1962, 63 area. Um, you remember, a lot of people do remember the old Sheriff Jello coins. The Sheriff coins, the Jello coins, they came in the, your ch- in Hostess potato chips and in the Jello. Oh, yeah, I ate those before. Like yeah. the coins, yeah. No, you don't eat the coins. Uh, they don't tell you that on the bag. I know. Unfortunately. <laughs> they, they had the, they had cars and planes which sell for about a hundred dollars a set, and they came out about 1960. I know a lot of pe- a lot of our listeners out there know about these. The hockey car sets go for between three, four, five hundred dollars until you get to 1968, 69. In 68, 69 was the first year of expansion, and this is those Jello coins. And the reason I'm bringing this up, and people should listen, some of those coins are up to. $1,000 each, and the whole set sells for around $7,000 for a set of hockey coins that you got free out of your Jello. Okay? Okay, that sounds a little bit ridiculous, but okay. No, no, not only that, but they'll sell right away. Hockey, The hockey collector is one of the people that we actually hope keeps on collecting because we get a lot of stuff. We've got World Series tickets worth $1,000. A lot of people don't know the programs, the old Toronto Maple Leaf baseball. Uh, they used to have it here. Okay, those programs were $40, $50 a piece. The um, ticket stubs from the 1992 World Series we had here, just a ticket stub. You went to the game, you enjoyed the game, now you have the ticket stub with your program. That's probably worth about $200. So a $5 program you used to buy for 5 bucks now it can be 200 bucks. Yeah, because more people want to, want to say they, that they were there that day. This is what we do. Like, this is why we help a lot of people. Like, you're saying, I can't believe that's worth that kind of money. There are some video games out of 1980s that are worth ten to fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. But okay. didn't they make like thousands of them? They made thousands, but some everyone opened them, wrecked them, played them. If they're in good shape, some people left them sealed. I had a customer in this week. He said he bought one and he kept one to use and he bought one to play with. That is my perfect type of customer. Because one's going to be mint, okay? If he didn't open it, if it's still new in the pack from 1984 or 1985, the old Transformers, the video games, all that kind of stuff, that is worth money, okay? And I know there are people out there that is not, they didn't collect it, but you also have to think of what your kids collected and left at home, okay? We all hear that old story, well, mom threw out the guy, my baseball card collection. 
but some moms didn't. Okay, and they're still in the basements there, and that's what we wanted. Some people, some moms didn't throw out their comic book collection. Some moms didn't throw out their uh, their their toys and stuff like that. Okay, some of this is like worth some of like some of these things are worth more, like a million. Uh, Superman number one, Action Comics number one, one recently sold for three point four million dollars for a comic book. Oh my god! No, that's a lot that's of money. Way, that, that's way too much money for a comic. You can no. buy like six houses for that. Yes, but my point is that people have these in their basements, and that's why they have to talk to us before they um, give it to the junk man. Like I say, the garbage man never has, doesn't wander around with a checkbook. We do. Speaking about talking to us, if you want to contact us, get a live appraisal right now. You can contact us at 416-360-0740. That's 416 Three six zero zero seven four zero, and the toll free number in Ontario is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. I'm gonna go to a quick break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them, so should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Welcome back to the Simon Heroes. We are live in the studio downtown at the Zoomerplex, and our number here, if you want to talk to us live right now, is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 4740 And my dad was just pointing at us at something, saying something oh, important. No. What I'm going to say, on November 11th, Remembrance Day, now you can remember Remembrance Day, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be at the St. Volo de Meyer Cultural Center at the Oakville Antique Show. It's going to be on the Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's at 1280 Dundas Street West in Oakville, Ontario. Hold on. What are we doing there? I'm first hearing about this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're, you're going to be mainly lifting. I'm going to be mainly selling. Okay. We're going to be bringing some of the items that people have consigned into us, and people can talk to us there. Actually, meet us if you're in the area. It's too far to come to our shop at 10,341 Young Street. They can see us in Oakville. We're going to be at the show. It's on a Friday and Saturday. Now, this is a paid show, but it's some of the best dealers in Ontario, antique dealers, will be at this show. 
So you'll be able to compare. You'll price these things that you have in your home. Uh, we're going to be bringing jewelry, uh, paintings, and uh, objects of art, and some of our uh, collectibles, higher-end stuff. This is a very, very uh, cultured show. This is a high-end show. I've never heard of a show like that in Mississauga before, though. It's in Oakville. Oh, well, <laughs> That's okay. why. Okay, but I want to mention that it's now you can get a hold. This is the people running this show is Antique Shows Canada. And uh, but we will be there that weekend. It's uh, Gatson Promotions. And um, you can get a hold of them for the show is at Gatson, G A D S D E N, at Antique Shows Canada to get more details on this show. Find out what other deals. I know that uh, next week we'll have a full list of some of the dealers who will be there and what you can expect, okay? But this is a higher-end show. This is for the nice things in life, okay? The nice things in life. Only you can put it like that. What the nice I would not. Okay. okay. Anyways. Go uh, to the board. Go to the green guys. We're going to go to the phone lines, and we're going to start with uh, Joe in London. Joe. Joe. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Joe, I'm fine. I was uh, talking to your father. Is it you or the father I was talking to a couple of weeks ago? About three weeks ago, he was supposed to meet me. Well, I was supposed to be down to meet him. He said he was coming to the show in London. I did. I was at the show in London. I know you were, but I wasn't. Oh, well, that, well, yeah, that's <laughs> mine. My, uh, <laughs> my, not, me bad. This anyway, is not my fault. Um, I've got uh, Dalton, Dalton figurines, Budweiser tankards, Boston heads. Um, old, I've got old, old English comics. Okay, the Beanos? Any, of any, about 1957. Now, what kind do you have? Do you have the horror ones from, from no, there? These are, these are um, um, army, you know, like uh, fighting the Germans. Okay. The English well, army fighting the Germans. Uh, I'd like to see these. And also your Boston heads, they've come down in value a lot. But they they, st- they yeah. still sell, and we all know what's happened to the Dolans. So, yes. When I say this on the show that Dolans have less value, they still have value. We still oh. buy them. Okay. okay, and we try and sell them for people. Sure. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> but also, I've got um, right in front of me. I got the Royal Celebration Ale. Uh, this was given to me by uh, somebody uh, back in England, my brother-in-law back in England, in <coughs> nineteen. Well, uh, what it is, it's the it's a nail that was put out for the marriage of uh, Prince of Wales and the Lady Diane Spencer. Mm-hmm. What's it? Twenty ninth of July, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, it's about a half pint, and, and the same with a Guinness. I've got a Guinness of the same thing, put out for Lady Spencer when they were getting married, when Charles was getting married. Would that be on any value? There'll it's be in people. A, it's in a it's in a box. It's in a brown box. That <coughs> brown box. Cardboard, yeah. cardboard container, with the uh, with what I just said to you, put out for uh, by um, <coughs> uh, what's this? Brewed and bottled by Great Britain, yeah, by Watney's. Yeah, now I'd have to see this, but most ales like that, and that's 1981. Yes, um, that probably go for ten, fifteen dollars because a lot of people bought it. A lot of people didn't drink it. This a lot of people saved them. No, no, they're saved. Okay, uh, but that's. Because there's a lot, and the people who are collecting, any kind of guy who collects beer bottles will have it right now. I actually saw one that a gentleman brought up to me from 1952 coronation of Queen Elizabeth, a Canadian bottle of beer, which is probably, I figure, worth $100 to $150. Okay. But I'd like to see, um, I'm down in London about once every six to seven days. Okay. Okay. 
And if uh, shame we didn't hook up that weekend. Like yeah. London's a great city. I grew up in London. I love yeah, London. You were saying yeah, the last time I was talking to you, you were saying yeah, you grew up in London, and uh, oh, that's good. <laughs> no, I went to Catholic Central, and uh, I used to have to go drive by. I mean, walk so by. What age would you be? Pardon? What age would you be? I'm. He's t- old. I'm He's old. old. That's I all know, I can yeah. say. I went to I went to school in the '60s and '70s. How's yeah, that? Because I have like I had kid, I have sons who went there, Catholic Central. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And, and a couple of daughters went there, okay. too. So, so yeah. roughly how much price are we looking at here? Yeah, you got it. what you do is get a list together, send it off to my website, sales at torontogoldsilver.com, and I can get you a price on the Daltons and the Bossons, but the, the comic books I'll have to actually see. So, but they definitely interest, especially if there are any kind of horror or any kind of ones that are connected with any of the American comic books. Your Beanos and stuff like that have some value and uh, uh, English comic books, but the main market for, Amer- for comic books is in America, and Americans buy American stuff. But they'll pay a lot for it, so this is a good thing. Thank you very much for the call. And we're going to go to the next call. We're going to go to uh, Phil in Guelph. Phil, are you there? Uh, yes. How's it going, Phil? What do you got? Um, I uh, recently, my, uh, I, I got some printing uh, boxes from the old uh, print lithographer type um, equipment uh, before the computers came around. And it's, I have a lot of the, the type boxes with a lot of the original type that was with the press. Any of the and pictures? Any of the lead slugs that the pictures are on? The photos? Uh, pardon me? Well, in those, you had also, you had uh, lead, what I call lead slugs. They had the, the, the letters, but then you had, sometimes they'd have the picture. Now, sometimes they'd redo them. But say you yeah. had, the, it'd be yeah. the reverse. If you have yeah. some of those, the lead slugs for pictures, they, some people collect those, especially if they are of a famous event or a person or something like that. Um, but uh, the boxes are collectible. People do use them. Uh, they're more of a decorator item now. Okay. Okay. But uh, some, some of them are on wood as well. They're like uh, they're like they're like uh, they look like the lead blocks that you're describing, but then they have like um, almost like a brass or or a, a sort of metal mural type on them. And they're like, it, it's funny that you mentioned you're from London, Ontario, because these these came from London, Ontario. London Free and, Press. <laughs> uh, no, they weren't for the London Free Press. They were for my my grandfather had a small business. Mm-hmm. in the Green Swift building in London, but there's and some of it is quite old, and um, I, I wasn't sure what to do with it. I don't know whether I should be donating it to, like, a museum or whether I should look to sell it or, of course, hold on to some of it, but I just was curious. Well, sometimes I say sell it and donate the money to where someone where it can be useful. A lot of times, a lot of places aren't taking donations. If you are going to donate something, I want to mention this, um, you want to make sure they're going to actually show it not just put it off in some basement someplace, okay? But we also do that for people. If they want to donate it, we will sell the item for them, and and the proceeds will go on to wherever they want to donate it. And sometimes that's more useful. They want it. People have a good heart. People want to say, this is no good. It's good for somebody. But the person buying it might pay more than the the taxable donation you're going to get uh, from a, a museum. And you got to make sure they get this all the time. So a lot of museums are not even taking stuff now. We had a library of books. They want, if they want, to, my client wanted to donate it. They also said, you have to give us cash with the donation or we won't take it. So that's kind of like not donating the right way. Okay. 
There's a lot of places out there that need money and need donations. And if someone doesn't really want the donation, why give it to them? Okay? Thank you very much for the call, and I hope I can help you later on. And I'd, I'd be willing to sell it for you for sure. Well, of course you are. You want to sell everything that, that walks this earth. Uh, we're going to go to the next call. We're going to go to Gwen in Mississauga. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? It's also Bogart, but okay, go Not with Paul. very well. I'm sick in bed, and I've been in bed for weeks now. I, I, I did talk to you. You came to my house. You were out in Mississauga, and you came to my apartment, and I've got all kinds of stuff that I've got to get rid of. My kids don't want it. Now, I can help you. Drink. I know. I hope you can because I um, I have Paragon cups, all kinds of crystal, um, uh, mint and china, okay. sterling silver, and you said you'd have to weigh it, and I never heard back from you, and I've left a few. Oh, minutes. okay. But I remember I this. To, yeah. I need to get rid of this stuff. I mean, I, if I if you can't help me, I'll have to do something else. No, no. I was there. I remember now. Was, you had very, very nice stuff, and I thought you were going to call me because at the time. I, I did, about six times. Oh, oh, I apologize then? Okay. I, I will take care of it this week. I'll come and see. I remember you had the nice china and the sterling. I and did. And I'll bring a scale because I don't like doing it off the cuff. It's it's more fair to you if I actually weigh it and give you uh, exact weight of what it is because most of your value was in the sterling, and that was the way to do it. Well, and I apologize. I hope you're not feeling that bad. If no, you give me a call on t- Wednesday, after Wednesday this week, Wednesday and Thursday are not booked up right now. Okay? Booked up. Well, do I do I know that you're gonna? Yes, I will be there, or I will. I either myself or Bogart will come over there, and we will take care of your stuff, and we will pack it, and we'll buy it, and we'll weigh up the silver for you. Uh, I really would appreciate that because I'm lying here wondering what the heck I'm going to do. My kids don't want all this. I know this is a now this is a common this is a common problem that happens out there where the kids don't want it, and we can help you with it, but. And sometimes I, I go to places and they say, well, we're, I'm going to ask my kids. And then the kids don't want it. And I, you have to call me back on it. And then we can go to step two because then we know what's happening. It's not a case of appraising it for handing it down. It's a case of hand, appraising it for sale. And that's how we can help because we will sell. But you got – that's why our time, if I'm out in an area – I try and do two or three calls in that one area, and sometimes I won't get back out there for a week or two or three weeks because I'm all over the province getting stuff, and I have large projects because we do entire homes. Yours was a, was just small. Yours is an hour and a half's worth of work, okay, and we can have it all done. Um, give me a call. I will give me a call on Wednesday at my shop. Or hang on and give Sebastian your number, and I will call you. Okay? Thank you, Gwen. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, We're going to go to the next uh, call. We're going to go to Joy in Markham. Joy, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What do you got? Well, I have here uh, two bottles of um, Coca-Cola. It's not the plastic bottle. It's in a glass bottle. And this is actually the first production run uh, with the new taste uh, from April 22, 1985. Okay. So I have two, and actually one of the bottles is mounted on a, um, a sort of wooden plaque, and it says, a new era in taste. 
I'm just curious as to how much, you know, I can make on these two bottles of Coke. I don't uh, have not, anyways, but just Don't Coke. be planning retirement on this. No, no. On this here, uh, this is one of the flops, I think, if I'm, if I'm thinking about this, is the flop on uh, Coca-Cola. These will go for a couple dollars, maybe $10, $15. Is and that right? And if that, because a lot of people didn't have, a lot of people... When a new product comes out in a product like Coca-Cola, remember, think about this. All through North America, they're making these. There's a big launch on these. And every one of every 10 people is putting it away because they think it's going to be collectible. So yeah, The reason I'm holding on to these two bottles of Coca-Cola, I did a commercial for them in the past. And oh, this oh, is going cool. back 30 years. So I, I have a plaque of myself holding... Um, a can of Coke. So, you know, I have these two bottles on display at the bottom of the, the, the picture that I took. Now that, okay. See, See, <laughs> no, no, but this is what I say. But when you add the story to the item, yeah. now that item's worth probably $100. Yeah, now I want to buy it. I don't even oh. like Coke. No, no, but you understand <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm, I'm I, just curious as to, you know, what it's worth after 32 years. With your picture, with the ad campaign, and with the two bottles from that day, then I would say your your item as a display is probably worth $100, okay? Because $100? of the story. Just because of the story. The story mm-hmm. adds to this completely, okay? Okay. Thank Let you very much. Think about this, Paul, and um, I'll call you back. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks for the call. We're going to go to John in Toronto. John, are you there? Yes, hello, guys. Hey, John, what do you got? I've got two items. I've got a jug that's on the um, James McFerrin, 140 Sherburn Street, Corner Queen, Toronto. And what I've... Stone jug? About this guy, he came to t- uh, Canada from Ireland about 1845. Okay. And I purchased this jug up in the antique store in Bell Fountain maybe about 30 years ago. How do you spell James? How's, how's McFerrin spelled? Uh, M-A-C? F-A-R-R-E-N. So you're asking if it's a stone jug? Is that what yeah, you're it's asking? a stone jug, right? Yes. Yeah, no, no. People collect. Now, is there any blue on it or just the name? Uh, no, the, there's a, the, some of the blue has come off his name and off of Sherburn Street, but the rest of it is, is in very good condition. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't have that exact one, but anything that's Toronto, see, Toronto-related, I have some customers, private customers, who pay good money for this. Now, as long it depends on how long James McFerrin was in business. Depends how long, um, how nice the jug is. What size is it? Oh, um, it's about from uh, wrist to elbow, <laughs> whatever that is. So oh, maybe... Uh, well, how I tall mean, are you? Now, now we have to ask you how tall I'm you are. Foot, okay. I'm five foot eight. I'm kidding about that. Okay. <laughs> On, um, I would like to see this. I have a customer for it. Um, okay. On something like this. If it's Toronto, Toronto, Toronto history is great. Like we sell C&E um, buttons, pinbacks, anything to do with the C&E, anything to do with downtown Toronto, Toronto maps. There are a lot of people who spent a million dollars on their house and they want to have a piece of Toronto history on the wall somewhere or in the cupboard or something like that. Just decorating right. all these condos. You see all these condos going up. They don't they don't come decorated. You got to do that yourself. So there are customers for this. Now even that's if it's only a 
a nothing name. But if it's collectible, say the company was only in business for five years or went on to be bought by uh, one of the big liquor companies, that can make a difference. Like we have um, things that evolve. Like, you know, this is going back a long ways, but the the Sterling Bank became the Standard Bank that became the Commerce Bank that became the CIBC. So people who are in the CIBC want stuff from the Sterling Bank because that's almost like the beginning of their bank. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that bank, the Sterling Bank. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you've been around for a while, then. Okay. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing I have yep. is the reproduction. Mary thought pumpkin head number one of uh, two hundred and fifty, and signed by the owner of the company at that time, Teddy Bear. Could be good. The original is always better. I hate when people oh, say course. repo. Um, it's nice as a collectible. I consider it a contrived collectible. Uh, they made 250 That's a small run, maybe a couple of hundred dollars. But the Mary thought early ball, early dolls or early bears. And, uh, um, yeah, no, I'd rather have the original than the repros all the time. It looks nice, but as an investment, I wouldn't be buying it. Okay. But you want to get rid of it. Yeah. I'd have to check this one out and see what the current values on them are. Right. I really, I... I'm. I can sell it for you, mm-hmm. uh, but I'd rather sell the old stuff. But well, no. I sell. But as my son says, I'll sell anything as long as there's a is, there's money in it for me. How's that? Well, that sounds terrific. But you can bring it up to my store, ten thousand three forty one Young. You got to call six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine to make sure I'm there that day because. I'm out, and I'm like, this week, I'm going to have to see Gwen, and I'm going to have to see a right. bunch of people this week, so I don't know how much time I'll be in the store, eh? Right. Okay. Thank you okay. for the... sounds like a good plan. I'd love to see that jug, though. Being part Irish, I'm I'm from Dublin and Kilkenny before we went to London, Ontario, eh? Well, there's your history lesson right there. Um, our phone lines right now are open at 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Toll-free number in Ontario is one 740 And we'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. 
Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are live here downtown in the Zoomerplex, and you can call anytime to get a free appraisal by me or my father. I don't know if I can give you such a good appraisal, but my dad can. Our number here is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And we're going to jump right into the phone lines because we are full up here. We're going to go to uh, Mike. Mike, um, you there, Mike? Hello. Hello. Hey, Mike, what do you got? Hi, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. I have a couple of things I just wanted to pass by you. I have some ticket stubs, two ticket stubs from the 1992 World Series game where Joe Carter hit the home run to to win the game. And uh, ironically, about three years ago, he appeared at a signing in Rochester, New York, and I got him to sign both of the stubs. So I'm just wondering if there's a value of what oh, yeah. might be on something like that. Joe Carr is a nice guy. Um, he actually fishes up here. He likes fishing in Lake Erie, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, okay. and he does a golf tournament up here. On um, probably with signed and if it's from those games, I'm willing to bet right now you get one fifty to two hundred dollars because someone frame it up and they want to say they were there. I was there. Uh, Bogart wasn't. His two sisters were there though that day. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for rubbing that in. Yeah, we were there and it was. Uh... It was a great celebration after that game as well. So, yeah, no, that was a that was a long that was one of the few times I really appreciated a traffic jam in downtown Toronto, and it was great. It was great. <laughs> I yeah. think because they were passing out free beer back to the hotel, we enjoyed it as well. <laughs> hey, I was with my kids. They were only uh, nine and. Uh, seven or something at that time. Don't look at me. I wasn't there. No, he wasn't there, but it was. Now, wasn't that, that's where the memory, and that's where you want to keep, well, you can sell your stubs or keep them, but that does bring back, that makes me smile every time I think of that game, eh? Yeah, Yeah, I'm definitely going to hold on to those, but I just wondered. uh, Yeah, now, we're talking Canadian dollars, not American there, eh? Uh-huh. I, I, I know it's a twinge in your, I know it's an accent there. I don't know if you're calling from Rochester or, or you're up here. I'm in Buffalo right now, yeah. but uh, I, uh, I am a Rochester resident. I also yeah. have, yep. uh, I lost a brother-in-law a couple months ago, and he Sorry left a large collection of the HO trains with the engines, diesels, structures, people, tunnels, so on and so forth. And his wife, uh, she just can't uh, deal with it, so yeah. she uh, passed it along to me. And I, Is there any value on any oh, of that? Oh, yeah. There? No, the yeah, trains, trains are still very collectible, and they seem to be making resurgence because I've got people coming into my shop and even asking. Every time we have them in there, they seem to sell within a couple of weeks, which is fast because some things I hang on to a little bit longer. Um, the trains and the, the money's in usually in the engines and in the condition if you have the boxes for them. Okay, the track, if you have to haul that around, it's not worth it, but the engines and the, and, and the actual cars and any of the structures – uh, the buildings, um, uh, a light structure or, or even a, uh, a bridge or um, the crossings, they're all where the, all the money is. Now, it depends on who – if she had them, they're probably from the 30s, 40s, 50s? Um, well, I think he started collecting kind of late in life, so maybe 1980, 1990, now in there sh- somewhere. What I, this is the thing on these, and I because you're a long ways away – my advice, even though I'm not doing it, would be to get two appraisals on it. Don't go with the first one you get, okay? At least mm-hmm. have two people tell you what the prices are and check a little bit on eBay. With the engine, it'll have, it'll say Lionel or whatever brand name is, 
and on the engine will have a um, a number uh, nine five two two or something like that. You'll be able to bring it up, and you just have to be a little honest. This is where the problem is: is that sometimes when you're the owner of it, you think it's always a little bit nicer than it is, and the person buying it thinks it's always a little worse than it is. So you got to come to a happy medium. But find out what they're going for on on, on eBay a little bit. And also get a couple people to come in. They might buy the whole thing because you just say, I don't want to do this eBay thing because this is there's 400 pieces of track thing here and I don't want to handle it. So there's uh-huh. probably people like us down in your Buffalo, Rochester area who will help you out with this. But my, my advice, and I give it every week on this show, is get two opinions, okay? Because that way you protect yourself. We do that. Okay? And uh, I, hope, I hope you're coming up to a... Uh, a Stanley Cup game in Toronto soon. How's that? Mm-hmm. Okay, you've come to the World Series game up here. Maybe you come to a Stanley Cup game. Okay, that'd be nice. I really appreciate your show. I listen every Sunday, and uh, thanks for for um, no being problem. Here. It's uh, very educational. Thank you. Have a good day. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to move on to the next call. We're going to go Dolores in Mississauga. Dolores. Yes. How's it going? What do you got? Well, uh, I don't know how original this may be, but I have several things uh, from my locker this morning. And uh, it's the Toronto Blue Jays opening game ticket, but it's it's done up in like a, plexi, a plexiglass. Yeah. Which, okay. In the original game, when people went to it, they got one ticket to use. And in the first game here in 1977, they gave you one in plastic. Oh. So this is... And I don't, and only the, the people in the grandstands didn't get them, but only the people in the in the, the reserve seating. Okay, mm-hmm. now they usually go for between fifty to seventy-five dollars. Now, what's kind of funny is the one that's worth the most money. If you've got original tickets from the grandstand, because you didn't get two of every one of those, eh? Oh. So, but it's still a nice item. And uh, uh, game two is all a lot harder to find all the time. A lot of people have game one. Now, if you have the program to go with it. That can help as well. And you might have the original ticket. Now, the one in the plexi is going to be a full ticket. The one you uh, used to get in, I think they ripped them back then. Yes, they took the stub off. Yeah, they took the stub off. But it's still a very nice item. And then uh, you can actually, if you have that ticket, you can actually say you were there, contrary to the 4 million other people who said they were there. How's that? <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay. I also have, uh, it's called the fridge, and it's in the original box, and it's uh uh, uh, promoting the Toronto Blue Jays World Champions, um, and it's for uh, a cooler for drinks, freezable drink cooler. Okay. Uh, a lot of stuff in 92 and 93, um, they, gave away the, um, they gave away more World Series rings on that team than any other team ever. And up here in Toronto, we promoted the heck out of this, okay? And so there's a lot of stuff out there, and but there are collectors for it as well. Um, I don't know this item, but probably thirty, forty dollars. No, really. Oh yeah, no, no. People are collecting anything to do with that team. It might be a while before we get another Blue Jay winner. The way this management's going, you know, it's like they're tearing it apart. I think. So uh, hang on to that, because like I say, uh, hopefully they'll win again in both of our lifetimes. How's that? Okay, and also I have from the, the Blue Jays. It's a Loblaws uh, lunch thing with the thermos, a lunch. Oh, okay. What year, though? Uh, I don't. I don't really. Plastic know. or metal? It's plastic. Okay, that'll be a little later. Okay, um, probably twenty twenty five dollars. The thermos will add another twenty two. You probably about fifty sixty dollars if it's in really nice condition because mint, they're mint condition. Yeah, the other thing that people collect from the Blue Jays, you know, when they have those giveaway days and they give away. Uh, 
uh, a fi- uh, we're a number one or uh, um, yeah. the pins or anything. The first 20,000 people get in. The nodders, the nodders are going up to $70, $80, in some cases. Okay, you know those little ones that the head goes up and down on mm-hmm. a spring? Mm-hmm. So those seem to be the most popular, especially depending on how popular the player is. You know, someone worth $5, you've got uh, Koch or someone like that who didn't stick with the team that long. But anything to do with Blue Jays, um, it still sells, okay? Well, I just found those in the locker this morning, but I am planning on coming to your store with a lot of coins and stuff like that. But okay. I won't take your time on that now. But could I ask you about a Polaroid camera that's in a... Uh, yeah, we I, sell them. It, it surprised, my, it surprised it, me. Uh, complete with um, uh, even a um, platinum Polaroid. 40 to, fit, 40 to $65. And I didn't think we could be able to sell them, but uh, my staff says, yes, we keep on selling. They keep on. And we, we surprise ourselves. Like I say, we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. Okay? Come on up and see us at 10,341 Young Street. Thank you. Thanks for the call. We're going to go to uh, Leo in Innisville. Leo, are you there? Yes, sir. What do you got for us? I have, in 1936, I won a crystal hat, top hat, miniature. Yep. And uh, in 1936, I still have it. Okay. And I have an Oliver Hardy on a bicycle. The bicycle's made of metal. Wow. Okay. Now, I don't know this piece, but uh, Oliver Hardy. Uh, the, that Oliver would be, and Hardy, yeah. Uh, Oliver and Hardy, yeah. And, Stan and Ollie. Ollie. Yeah, Stan and Ollie. Um, I was a Marx Brother guy myself, but okay. okay. I still liked him. On... Um, I'd love to see that. Now, what'd you win it for? The most handsome guy in Innisville? <laughs> I wasn't there. What are you talking about? I don't know. I my I got it as a gift about uh, twenty years ago. Okay. From my daughter. Okay. And it's, and it's on a metal bike, and there, uh, Oliver is driving, and Stan's standing on the back wheel. Now, is the piece from thirty six, or is it just commemorating thirty six? Uh, no, I'm saying the crystal hat was nineteen thirty six because. I wanted at the exhibition. Oh, okay. Does it say C and E on it? I don't think so. But it's a crystal. It's a miniature crystal top hat. I'd like to see it, but it, it might have been it might be pressed glass, but anything that from the C and E, generally the things they gave away were That's of right. dubious quality. Yeah, they were of dubious quality in some cases. Like, remember the old chalkware? This is a real good looking crystal hat. Okay, okay. I'm not I haven't seen it yet. I'm not trying to run it down. Okay. But on uh, a lot of the stuff from the fair, you know, you've seen yeah, those yeah. Cupid dolls, and I oh, mean, yes. they're plastic and I stuff like that. I remember them. Yeah, yeah. Satellite. You probably remember the guy who says, doggy, doggy, at the fair. Yeah. The on, if you're, um, come up to my store, if you have a chance. I'd love to see it. Okay. The, uh, the thing Oliver Hard and uh, Oliver, um, the uh, thing on the bike, if it's from the time period and not after, like in the 60s, that could be a really good item, too. Okay? Anything to do with c and is good. Thank you for the call. All right. We're going to go to the next call. Uh, James in Welland. Yeah, James, are you there? Yeah, we're rushing through today. We have a full board. A full board. Thank you. Come on. James, how can we help you? Well, I've got a, a 1930, 1993 uh, Toronto Blue Jays Honda Baseball autograph. Okay. Now, there's two types. The Honda ones, are these are what we call roller balls. Uh, where all the autographs are rolled onto them. Um, They sell between $10 and $35, depending on the condition on them. Um, Uh You'll notice when you look at it, 
if it's still got the Honda box around it, that's one thing. But even out of the box, I can tell these are because all the autographs are in the same consistency. Like I do a lot with autographs. It's it's an art to find out if something's real or if okay. it's been faked. Now, and these are not faked. I shouldn't say this. These are actually made out like that. And they're okay. one of the things they have the Honda, the, the ball. They give them away at the certain games and stuff. Or you could buy them okay. at the souvenir stands, um, mm-hmm. it, depending on what year it is. But um, in that area, but if you had an autograph ball from that time period, probably between 100 and 125. But there'll be some will be in blue ink, some might be in red ink, some might be in in, in different consistencies because the players sign some sign really heavy, some sign light, some right. sign some are signed by the ball boy. You have to worry about this, okay? Oh, okay. But what you've got is if it's a Honda ball like that, it's what we call rollerball, and it's uh, they're. F-A-U-X, faux autographs, okay? Okay. In the same way, if you send away for a picture of Elvis Presley from the studio in 1957, uh, you got back a picture, and it looks like it's signed by him, but it's Mm -hmm. not, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for the call. Okay, thank you. Take care. Uh, We're going to go to the next caller. Thanks for the call. We're going to go to Julie in North York. Julie, you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, that's wonderful. What do you got for us today? Well, uh, my daughter gave my husband this rafter jacket. Okay. And it's got official NBA license. Uh, it's 1994. Now, raptors? Yeah. Now, is it a Jeff Hamilton jacket? Is it all leather? It's No, it's nylon. Okay. And it's got official NBA license uh, starter. Yeah, this will be something you bought in a store or something like that. And oh, not... I don't know. I just wanted to know because I don't want to throw it out if it's not, you know. No, don't throw it out. I'll take it. No. Okay. <laughs> what size is it, Bogart asks? It's, it's no. uh, extra large. No, that's a, okay. On uh, any of that kind of stuff, um, if you're going to donate it, donate to the Salvation Army. I, I always say them. I'm always pumping them because they are an actual charitable donation, and the, all the money seems to go to the charity. Okay. On... Uh, if, but if they do sell. People will buy them. We sell them on our site. Uh, we sell the old jerseys between forty and eighty dollars. Yes. And um, and the jackets as well. And um, I'm always looking for a retro jacket myself because I'd rather wear the old stuff than the new stuff. I hate going to that uh, souvenir stand and spend ninety five dollars or two hundred dollars or whatever it is. You know. Yeah, it's got the emblem and Raptors and TM at nineteen ninety four for uh, B- NBAP. Yep, yep. Like I said, if it was uh, in that jacket worn by one of the players, they would be really large. Some of those will go for four, five, six hundred dollars. And that'll be a purple one too, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you have, um, uh, and same thing happens with hockey. Like I'm always looking if someone out there has an original jersey from one of the players from 1950s, 60s, or 70s. Uh, from the 60s, any player would probably be worth. Between five and ten thousand dollars mm-hmm. for a Blue Jays, not for Raptors. So the jacket uh, is not worth nothing, right? Uh fifty dollars. Fifty dollars? Yeah, no, fifty, forty. You paid good money for it, and people I still did. like my daughter gave it to my husband years ago, so it's it's never been used. Yeah, if you we sell these, you bring them into our store. We okay. uh, we uh, 
We sell this kind of stuff. Usually we have a lot of it because we have a couple of consigners who will bring in 10, 15 sweaters a week. Okay. Uh, they usually have the numbers on the back. They might have autographs. They'll have Montreal, the players. We we do small stuff, but as well as big stuff. But most of the time, if we're taking consignment, we want to have it so that the selling price is at least 50 to $75 just because it takes time to do it, eh? Okay. Like, we're... we're um, we're not a charitable organization. We make money. You know, what we say is the more money you make, the more money we make. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But we also, that means you have to make the money too. Okay? So what, what, where about did you store? We're at 10,000. 10,000. 341 Young Street. 341 Young Street. And there's free parking out front. We're at a big plaza. If you hit the beer store, you've gone too far. We're on the other side of the wall. So people have coins out there. Okay. Um, we can, Even if I'm not there, you can always call to see if I am there, but even if I'm not there, my staff, we have staff, we're open from 9 o'clock until 6 o'clock every day. It not, seems not like, Sunday. Not but Sunday. not, sorry, every day but Sunday. I was about to say that. <laughs> and you can bring your coins in, uh, stamps, uh, any of the baseball or hockey, we have a staff that will take care of that. Some things I have to add my magic touch to because they'll say, no, we don't do this, okay? Well, thanks for the call, and sorry for everybody we couldn't get to. Uh, we just, we're running out of time here. Um, what? Uh, so what do you got planned for this week? This week we have a couple of, uh, we're doing a major melt. We have... Um, What's a major melt? Well... That sounds like a nice sandwich. No. <laughs> I'm melting about 7,000 pounds of silver plate. Okay, well, yeah, but there's people that are trying to co- contact you to buy their silver plates. We'll add to that. Yes. We'll see them. Yeah, no, no. We we are the largest uh, melter of silver plate. We, we buy any silver plate. I don't care if it's monogrammed. I don't care if it's missing its feet. I do not care because we actually crush it and melt it. We recover it. We are the best, we are the uh, biggest recycler of silver plate in the country. Yeah, but if they're selling it to you, they don't really care what they're what you're going to do with no, it. No, no, I know. But some people actually do care. Now, but we also do gold filled and we have uh, this week I'm doing I have another big we have another big appraisal that we're starting on for uh, uh, a lawyer because we try and tell people use time. The more time we have to set up and help you, uh, if you're planning on moving next spring, talk to us now. Because the more time we have to sell something, and we can get you the highest price. If you talk to us on February 14th and say, I need to have this out of here by February 21st. We can we, do it. We can do tough, it, but, but you will not make as much money as if you tell me on October 14th that you have to have something out on February 21st. And then we have lots of time to work with you. Okay? But we can do that. We're doing the whole houses. We... Um, and we're selling gold and silver. Yesterday, you're buying it too. You're buying a top dollar gold and silver. Yeah. Right? If someone's got sterling, we are, we buy it. Okay? I'm I'm literally like I, I'm wearing a gold necklace right now. He's trying to buy it off of me. <laughs> like it's it's kind of sad. Bogart, we have cameras. They can see that you're lying. No, I I'm wearing the necklace, and he he's like, "How much do you want for that?" I'm like, "Dad, you gave it to me as a gift," and he wants to buy it back. That's how bad it is. Sometimes I forget myself. You have a bad habit with gold and silver. I want to thank the listeners for letting us into their home. I want to thank Moses Zimmer for letting us be on radio. And I want, like I say, make sure you get two quotes. Make sure we're one of them. Okay? Thanks for tuning in. See you next week.
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.